Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into another edition of the Apples to Apples podcast. As always, hey, you know when we uh, went off the air last week, were we in the midst of planning a big weekend of wrestling? Uh, do you think we should, when, when we get started, after you start, we should update everyone on the plans, or do you think they're interested? Yeah, if you want. I mean, they're more, they're more your I'd, plans than anything else. I, I thought I'd ask you off air, so in case they don't they think, don't think they yeah. care. We're already on air. You should just kind of assume by now when you're talking that we're, we're already on the air. Oh, I, I was reading something on Twitter. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Well, I mean... Well, I mean, I'm I'm starting, so that's what I was saying. If you want to talk to the, if you want to talk to people about it, go ahead. We have one listener write in about something from weeks ago. I have I had totally forgotten about it, to be honest. Oh yeah, that's right. Defending me, actually. I no, I don't think any of us. Well, not defending you. me. Just uh, I guess just chiming in on the question. Yeah, corroborated your your story. You the great say. salt, the great Salt Lake City mystery. Well, it's not really much of a mystery, I guess. No, well, it was to us. Well, no, it was to you, I guess. I had never seen it. We can talk about that, too. I mean... And, and uh, Aisha Curry's restaurant was average. I was going to ask you about that, actually, all joking aside. <clears throat> I, it was just a- average at, at best. Yeah, are we, should I wait till baby starts to discuss it, or...? Um, well, Drew hasn't started the show yet, so the I, I just thought we'd talk. Of, oh wait, he said he did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, no, we can. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that. We got to talk fantasy football. It's just a disaster. We got. I got to find out if you two are happy. Uh, can are happy with the Vikings win or concerned? Um, is the does the NFL? Here's a question for you guys. Is the NFL? I know the NFL. There's a lot of parody right now, or does it just suck? You can decide which you want to use. I I won't chime in on that specifically, but okay. Well, why guy, not? I, I but I, well, I want to read this article, and I didn't have the chance okay. to today. A guy that used to write for the Athletic and covered the Vikings left. He now works at Pro Football Network, uh, but he wrote okay. an article today. And the headline was exactly what you're asking. I didn't I didn't read it. I didn't get his take. Maybe I'll skim it quickly and see what he thought. The headline was, The NFL is mired in mediocrity. Yeah. So many 500 teams, a crisis? Question mark. I don't know well, what he thinks. I, I can just find out. I mean, just watching Red Zone, it's just such bad football. Yeah, there's it, some pretty... It really, it really yeah. is. And then, uh, I don't... Drew probably knows this, but by accident... Strictly by accident, I found the Timberwolves game last night was on. <laughs> Probably watched the most Timberwolves I'm going to watch all season because I just can't stand the NBA. But they're, the, they're the best team in town. You need to watch them. Dude for Miami. Uh, dude for Miami is uh, from Georgetown. Oh, you're, you're saving? Yeah. Yeah, he actually played a decent amount. I don't last I never, year when they had a ton of injuries, he actually played a lot, but he had a decent, he had a, he carved out a small role for himself, uh, uh, throughout the year last year. Yeah. He was, um, he was on the team that Georgetown had that was actually good before they all decided to leave. Now in his defense, he was a, it was, it was his time to leave. He graduated, but I never heard of him. Yeah. He was like they this big Turkish center. He, I yeah, mean, he was good. He still is. Yeah. Yeah, he still no, is. Well, that's true. Of course, yeah, of course he still is. Uh, and they mentioned uh, they mentioned Georgetown a lot. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't I don't know why. 
besides mm-hmm. him, I guess. I guess he probably played a lot, I guess. No, I mean, they mentioned him from Georgetown. It, 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 in fact, to a point where I felt it was somewhat awkward. Yeah, it resonates with people, especially the elder, the elder folk. Yeah. Um, so, all right. But now knows who we are because we suck. But anyways, it's, I digress. Did I? Was I? You should uh, curry there. I did not see her there, but uh, I've had I've had I've been to better steakhouses. Interesting. The, uh, the, I got the fillet, of course. I mean, it was on on the house. Right. Um. How, wait, and, is this a work thing? Yeah. And I wasn't there to order for you, so that weren't that went okay. Uh, yeah, I've had a, I've had a whoa, experience. whoa, whoa. What? There was some uh, feedback, or am I just hearing that? Drew, did you hear that? Uh, yeah, there is a little bit there. Okay. Well, I can turn my fan off, like I asked you guys. No, it has nothing to do with your. I fan. don't think it's your fan. Oh. Um, well, I turned it off in case. But um, yeah, the uh, so I ordered for myself. Um, and the cut of meat was a pretty thick cut of fillet, but. Honestly, it didn't have much flavor as some of the other uh, steakhouses. So, um, yeah, right, so it, was, it was okay. Such a weird thing that she has a steakhouse. I think. Well, she's a she's a chef. Well, she's a chef. That's true. You're right. Or, well, she has a, a world-renowned chef there, but I wonder if he's always there or never there, or what the deal is. I would imagine he's probably not there very often. If you wanted my guess, yeah. I, have, I have nothing to base it off of. Just totally guessing, but it was it was okay. I mean, obviously one of the best, better dinners I've had since being here. But um, there's been some uh, it's no Manny's, I would say. No, well, that's, I haven't been to Manny's in a while. Um, <clears throat> so all right, well, I do think at some point, I mean, we did we did sort of hatch a plan to go see Extreme Rules and. Uh, Monday Night Raw in Brooklyn, and so I don't know for you know for for our East Coast fans, I will be in the on the East Coast in a couple days. Do you want to do you want to tell the people at home more fully about the plan? Yeah, I'm going to be taking a flight uh, late Friday evening into uh, New York City, LaGuardia Airport. Uh, at which time on Saturday I'll be getting on a uh, train. Uh, to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We'll be heading to the Wells Fargo Center. It's about an hour and a half train for those curious. Yes. Uh, yeah, when was the last time you rode a train? I actually rode one uh, from Syracuse to New York last year, which, was, like, which was five hours. Yeah, that's of, a long train. This one will hell. be... This, this one would be like you were going like you were going from our house to Minneapolis if there was bad traffic. I mean, yeah, and actually the tra- it's quite comfortable. Yeah. Uh, the the concern is I don't uh, think anyone will be on our train. We can probably grab a table in the cafe car, honestly. Yeah, that's. I think that's. I sat in the cafe car last yeah. time. I mean, it's comfortable no matter where, but that one, that's yeah. That's the, we can get it. Yeah, and then uh, we'll be attending Extreme Rules. Uh, pay-per-view which every match is extreme and uh i went to the wrestling ma- i actually went to monday night raw a couple nights ago and, and uh three of the four people i was three of us had a very nice time one was horrified the entire time but um the other older gentleman i was with coach Ingi, uh thought it was the greatest thing ever he's hooked now 
wants to watch the pay-per-view and is probably going to take his boys because he thinks it's so great. They were hooked. As soon as the opening happened with the pyro, he was hooked. He filmed the whole thing. But uh, it was the go-home show, so they, they talked a lot about the matches that we're going to see. Uh, every match has a stipulation. And then, this is where I don't think it's going to get too dicey, but then we get at midnight, we get back on a train, Sam, and arrive in New York City at the train station at 2 a.m. I got to be honest, I'm a little concerned for my safety. Uh, if there's an issue, does Ding Drill run away or try to protect you? Run away. I don't know where he's going to go, though. Yeah, I've been four high behind you. That's true. It's just uh, I, I uh, the news lately. There's just been uh, some crime in New York that, especially on. It's a little dicey at that train station, but hopefully uh, we it's can get back. Really not. I I can't confirm. But the good news is we'll be getting off the train and immediately getting in a cab and going home. So yes, yes, and then. Uh, I think we'll probably do a little red zone or something on Sunday, Sam. And then Monday, just kind of hang. And then I'll be uh, making my first ever appearance at the Barclay Center for a huge season. It's the season premiere of Monday Night Raw. And it, they just keep adding different, just thing after thing after thing. It's We're going to be the 25th anniversary of DX. We're going to be seeing the bloodline. We'll all be there. Uh, it's Mrs. Birthday. There's a lot going on that day. Yeah, you're you're definitely seeing a couple of good uh couple of good shows. Yeah, I think those are gonna be two good shows. And allegedly the White Rabbit uh scenario will come to uh a conclusion. Maybe. It has to. I think it has to too, because it's getting now it's getting to a point where it's getting almost too much. Yeah. Too much work. So they're going to have to yeah. figure this out. Yeah, they're paying somebody overtime to make all these graphics and everything. Yeah, so. That's that's so that we started this on the show last week. We did. We so. finished it after. The day after, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah, Sam was on, you know, he was almost going to maybe attempt. It's a little hard for Sam since it'd be a Yeah, it was quite, quite a journey. Quite. Yeah, flights quite- were uh, not cheap on uh, a holiday weekend last no. minute. Yeah. No, I believe that. So, yeah. So, that's uh, we'll have to have a recap. A lot of wrestling for me this week. The double Three out Monday. of four shows. I don't know that many people can say they went to back-to-back Monday Night Raws. I'm, sure I'm going to guess, considering our Monday Night Raw was just a, a nothing really Monday Night Raw, that no one would have made that journey. I could see people going to both the paper. There will be a significant number of people that do Extreme Rules and Raw, for sure. Yeah, I I would agree with that. Those same people that always sit in the front row for every pay-per-view. Yeah. Which I don't know how they can afford it. but I'm watching a graphic right now, and we don't need to spend more time on these guys than they deserve, which isn't isn't much. But it's basically a, a visual of the AL Central race throughout the season. Oh, my God. And the absolute free fall that both the Twins and the White Sox go into in this final week is something to be seen. 
because for a while they were all kind of bunched up. You know, it was like, you know, we were three or four games back. You know, the White Sox were two or three games back. And then I think from that point on, we didn't, there's no way we want to combine six or seven games. Right. And everybody just, it's just a 45 degree angle drop. Game by game by game. It's pretty wild to see. The season concluded tonight. That's And so that's why they must have posted this. But And we actually, I read something where we actually, she had 500,000 more fans in Cleveland. Like, Cleveland fans didn't even expect this. No. And we had no fans. We had no fans for, like, the second half of the year. No, we had had our lowest. I think they said we had the lowest fan turnout since Target Field opened for a season. Shows you how how bad our division was. No one cared in our division whatsoever. Well, like, our fans have come to expect this. Cleveland's fans have come to expect Pretty decent baseball, and when they thought there wouldn't be, they were like, "Why am I?" Although to be fair, even when Cleveland was good, people weren't really going. No, so they speaking good of because the, they were spending money, but speaking of the Twins, your guy Carlos Correa, yeah, or Paul Correa, I can't remember which. Yeah, one. close enough. Uh, brilliant. Basically, said his wife loves Minnesota and wants to. I mean, he's done everything humanly possible to say. He wants to stay in Minnesota, knowing damn well that he's not staying in Minnesota. So, but here's what I will he say: won't be, he here's won't be. He won't be the bad say. guy. To his credit, in every statement though that he has made, he has also been transparent of like, but if they don't pay me, I'm not going to stay. Yeah, no, I know. I, and so I think that I, he's handled it. I think as well as you would want. Yeah. I, I think he's handled it exactly how I would have asked him to, because he's at least pandered to people. He may uh, actually really like it. Who knows? But he's at least made it seem like he does very genuinely. But he has been honest and said, but if you're not going to pay me what I think I'm worth, I'm not going to stay because it's a business and that's how this works. And Uh, that's all I can ask for. I'm going to guess if San Diego or L.A. offered him tons of money, she probably wouldn't hate it there either. No, of course not. But that's not my point. My point was just like. I know. No, I get it. I I guarantee you if we gave him his biggest or one a very comparable contract, he would he would stay because he probably does like it. There's no pressure. I mean, no, no pressure. Nope. Good school system. I don't. Maybe I don't know. I haven't been there in a while. Don't know. Where uh, live. Yeah, I don't think. Well, yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's not it. Maybe they homeschool. Yeah. Who knows? Anyways. So the but that's we had the batting yeah. champ though. We have the batting champ. Yeah, and he didn't sit out. To his credit, he played. No. No, he actually he helped his case today. I'm assuming True. they put him in the lineup before they knew if Judge was playing or not. And then they were like, okay, well, he walked. We'll leave him in. And they were like, well, he walked again. Well, yeah, there, there was zero. I'm chance. shocked the uh, Yankees didn't play Judge to go for the triple crown. I don't think they thought he could. It was like yeah. a 99.9% chance he couldn't get it. So it probably wasn't worth the risk. But you're well, right. They, I, they, I they bet if it was closer. The other, side of the, like, the other side of the game theory coin were like, well... If we play him and they don't play him, can he even catch him? Uh, oh, here it was. Uh, if Judge sits, Arise's batting title will be secure, as Arise would have to go 0 for 8. Even if Judge does play, here's what would have to happen for him to pass Arise. If Arise played and went 0 for 4, Judge would have to go 3 for 4. If Arise went 1 for 4, Judge would have to go 4 for 4. And if Arise was 2 for 4... And those aren't three great lines. Two for four is good, but then Judge would have had to go five for five. So I think they figured what's the, what's mm-hmm. the 
he means more to them at this point than Arias does to us. Oh yeah, so, no, I know. But they had that's what I was saying over text. They have they well, have literally no reason to play him. And once Judge faces actual pitching in the playoffs, he's going to go over thirty because these are just absolute meatballs he's being thrown. Well, he's also he he hasn't been hitting well. I mean, no, he hasn't. I mean, that's this is not a. We'll we'll talk about the record that's not actually a record in a second, but like he has not been playing well. Like Arias, honestly, kind of blew the batting. He had the batting title locked up. Oh yeah, ninety percent yeah. of the year, and then he low-key blew it. But well, then the he other guys he, actually. He ended, blew it. he ended the season on a nine on a nine-game hit streak. Yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he had those two months in the middle where he was. Where he was all he was, he was borderline terrible. Yeah, but then he he, he went on a nine-game hit streak. It shows you how good he was, and how at people forget at the beginning of the year, Rocco refused to play. Yeah, yeah. Like Arias wasn't eligible to. Be, even being the contention for the batting title until like three months in because Rocco refused to play him so much. Yeah. I, the, the, I, the Rocco thing. He didn't thing, qualify I, for a while. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, he didn't qualify. I mean, Rocco takes a pitcher out after five innings, even on the last game of the year when it doesn't matter. A rookie. Just, <laughs> yeah, a rookie. A, I didn't really ridiculous. get that. I didn't Absolutely. Get that. At least he Absolutely. left him in an. At least he left him in five innings so he could get his first win ever. I'm surprised they didn't pull him up. Yeah, I'm surprised. Yeah, <laughs> yeah by the way, imagine? even though it was ten nothing, they pulled him after five. Like what I just the, I don't five. under I it's I, I, people we're wasting time on a horrible team, a horrible. So I don't even we should move on. But nothing's going to change with Rocco and the management and the owners there. So I don't you know, and I'm sure they'll bring Snow back. Remember, he's still on our team. Yeah, I mean Snow. Polanco and Kepler need, oh. need to go. God, is Kepler bad? He's bad. Oh yeah. Um. So one, one quick, quick comment uh, about the preseason Timberwolves. Um, and it will be quick, I promise. All I, I, I guess I knew this, but didn't really like go through the roster and really think about it. It is ridiculous how deep that how deep that team could be or it is i should say yeah oh yeah well it's, until they get hurt which they yeah will. well it's good they got they can go legitimately well not those guys your guy cat a uh, mysterious no no no. Well, my, yeah i don't who knows that's Jesus. weird but whatever great way to start my, my point is they can go fifth there's not many guys that can go 15 deep with legitimate nba players i mean i mean no, that's, I, agree. That's honest. I don't disagree I mean, they, no, they, their last guy off the bench is going to be Eric Pascal, who, you know, until one or two years ago when he got hurt, had a major role for a team. And then after that, or right before that, it's probably Bryn Forbes who put up 60, well, you know, yeah, in a playoff game not that long ago, or 50, whatever it was. Well, that's the thing, too, is they're so deep. If one guy's playing bad, like, say, Austin Rivers, like, can't figure out how to shoot, then you just put Forbes in and he'll get – Austin's right. minutes and the and right. switch same thing goes switch them around so right. they're very deep and the one thing about Finch that he hasn't done very well is his rotations and his lineups so that well it, it'll be interesting to see if he can make that adjustment himself yeah um yeah when I said he scored I didn't mean he meant scored 50 points in a game I meant in a series I, he outscored Jimmy Butler in that series when he was on the Bucks and they played uh, they swept Miami whatever that was three years ago or what but I mean, he started for San Antonio a whole season's worth of games, and Pascal was doing very well until he, you know, had an injury. And but then, like, and then Austin, like, it's just crazy. 
I guess I didn't. I I could name the guys in my head, but until you like really sit there and see, like, okay, our three best guys sat out. Three, well, Jim Butler, but then two other good, but maybe not their best guys sat out for Miami. And then you looked at the product we put on the floor versus the product they put on the floor, and it's like, holy, like, the we're we're scraping the bottom of our bench with two first round picks, two first round rookies, like. That's number seventeen and eighteen in the on yeah. Three seasons. I think uh, crazy. when you, it, I mean, that is the, the exact argument why giving away all those draft picks uh, right. doesn't matter because they're going to be if they're at least close to making the playoffs and they're just middle of the right. range, it, it doesn't really matter. Right, and they, that's and and this is after and one of those picks was through a trade. That is the only reason it was as good as it was. Right. Um, so if we're actually, like you said, half decent, you have one guy who maybe cracks your lineup as a rookie. If you're not good, then they, yeah, then it doesn't work. But it, they wouldn't have done it if they didn't think it was going to be good. So the depth of that team is going to be something that um, I just feel like for so long, sometimes they put guys out there and we'd all be like, who are right. you? Oh, yeah, we've come a long way guy. since the uh, Rindenauer, Berea, Pekovic well, that was Love. a starting lineup. Shabbat days. Yeah, that was a starting lineup. That was a sad Oh, oh yeah, Vladi Shved or whatever his name is. Alexi. Isn't that the same thing? No. Oh. That's a different uh, name. What do you mean? I don't know. It seems the same to me. By the way. One of the Russians, Dad. Uh, oh, that's true. We had a lot of them, to be fair. Um, I think, and then we'll move on, but. Uh, Brooklyn's three starters all played and got absolutely crushed by the Sixers, who didn't play any of their starters. Yeah. And Draymond. Oh, uh, Harden played, didn't he? No. No, Harden played tonight. Harden played tonight. And breaking news: uh, Draymond Green just got into a fight in the locker room with at Golden State. So I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's you know right on track. Yeah, it's midseason form, as they say. Yes, it is. But and I'm and Cat's already sick. And uh, I guess D'Lo, the over and under for D'Lo being put on the uh, no. uh, on the IR is four games. Cat's yes, not uh, sick. He just can't walk. Yeah, well, he had a throat infection or something. I mean, he's, I, like, he's healthy, but he he just said he started walking again. What's that even mean? He couldn't breathe. I, I don't. You know what? It, it's bizarre. I I can't. Whatever. Let's move on. The Wild, I guess, are the Wild. All they can do is win, except against the Blues, so they're in midseason form. Yeah, and and then yeah, that's true. Oh, we Although they, yeah. that game, that was a that was I I was normally I don't really like to pay that much attention to preseason, especially hockey and basketball, because there's going to be so many games. I'm like, am I really starving for four more? But right. I out of curiosity, I was like, oh, that's weird. Like they had won every game. Like how they get blown out? And then I went and looked, and St. Louis played like three quarters of their guys, and I don't think we played more than. A line and a half of guys that'll be on our roster. So, well, uh, interesting. I think we the back goalie the whole time too, like a tradition that Sam and I used to go to uh, the Wilds opening night every year. Uh, are we open up against the Rangers at home? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, well, out of all the teams, so random. But I would have yeah, to. That'll go be by. a good test early. I mean, what's funny about the Wild this year? I mean, we'll we'll talk more about them when we get closer, but. Um, I feel like they're going to be okay just because they have enough star power and enough depth and they'll be fine. Um, Everson's a half decent coach, but like most of the guy, 
people who write about this stuff, like they know what they're talking about. I mean, who knows if they do more or less than us? Probably more. We don't know a lot. Uh-huh. Like they still have them winning, having scoring. Oh my God. I can't talk. They still have them getting like a hundred points and like second in the division. Like, but getting bounced right away in the playoffs, yeah, I think sure, I saw. I'm sure. But it's I I guess I'm underestimating the Wild, maybe, or or I don't know. Maybe I just like so. always. Analytics kind of favor the way the Wild play, although they play differently now than they used to. So I don't know. I just thought that was weird. I read a few different things in terms of season previews and very pro wild, very bullish on the wild. And I was like, Yeah, they'll be okay, but so I don't know. So we shouldn't spend a lot so, of time. Go ahead, it- Sam. We got rid of uh, Shout for the goal song, right, thankfully? No, no I, I think they have, brought it back. It's been there for the last couple of seasons. They got rid of... Uh, they got to get rid of that. Can they bring back run. Prince? Let's go crazy. I know, it's so yeah. stupid. Um, You know... Uh, yeah, you know where they don't play Shout anymore? Fleck you. The oars are, the oars are broken. There's a leak in the boat. And is there... And just go for fashion. They figure out how to turn an amazing season into absolute garbage. Unreal. But shouldn't we have really known this was coming sooner or later? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I Go ahead, Sam. I was going to say, I think it was it's too early for us to even expect them to lose. Because usually they'll win a few games. That's true. And, they did. Uh, that was just an awful game of football all around. And for some reason, we're losing 10-3 at half. And Mohamed Ibrahim is fully healthy and suited up, and we won't play him. Out of principle. I don't understand. You, whatever Drew will say to try to defend the uh, whatever whoever made the decision, because <laughs> I already know it's coming. I got to cut. You know, I got, I you know at that moment. Your season is on the line, and you're down 10-3, and your offense cannot do absolutely anything. Your best player and wide receiver is out of the game, is out for the year already. You need they, some, you need this guy. Did you hear what Flex said? Bench him. They benched him because he was hurt early in the week, and they just ran out of time. He's been there for 12 years. No, he well, knows Fleck, what's going on. Flex also an idiot because he said, "Why would you admit this?" He goes, "He practiced every day this week, but yeah. we ran out of time." Why would you admit that? Why would he's you been there that? for twelve years. He's he can oh. he, he didn't look real. Ha- and and guess what? Why why put him in a uniform? Exactly. Well, he had his helmet on. Why give him his helmet? He was he was upset. But uh, now a um, couple things, and then I, I want to get your take. Uh, the Wisconsin coach. Are you familiar with Paul Christ? Yeah. Drew, are you? Mm-hmm. Do you know that he was? Um, in his career at Wisconsin, he was below 500 for about two hours before they fired him. Yeah. That guy was never below 500, and he wasn't severely below 500. It was the first time in a season he was below 500, and they fired him within hours of that happening. Maybe the di- – no, I'm not saying Flex should be fired because we'll never get anyone better, and, and he is Wolverine. We'll stuck with so i i'm totally cool with this keeping them but i'll tell you what they're gonna beat us now illinois clearly is good enough they're gonna crush us i mean we're gonna we could end up being we could be 500 uh, the only thing i'll say about them firing Chris, and you can say what you want about what they think as a program and what they you know 
the standard they want to hold themselves to. There was another program in the Big Ten that fired a coach that was barely ever under 500. He actually had an incredibly, incredibly similar record uh, as Mr. Christ, and that was Nebraska. Yeah. And they felt that they should hold themselves to a higher standard, and they fired their coach, and they went out and hired Scott Frost, and look where that has gotten them. Mm-hmm. So the only yeah, thing I will say— He's gone. Yeah, no, he is gone. This other guy's not any better. But uh, did you hear what he said the other day about, like, how he has to – oh, my God. He had some ridiculous quote about how he, like, has to be mean and it was so stupid, but whatever. But my only point is I, I think – I think we have – we take for granted the – the in, in game – and we after weeks like last week, we take for granted at times the level of just – continued relative success that Fleck has brought to Minnesota after how bad we were for so long. Like, this isn't an overnight thing. Now, should there eventually be a season, could it have maybe have been this one if there weren't the injuries where we take the next next step? We sort of did, you know, a couple years ago when we went and beat Auburn in the Outback Bowl. That was huge. Then you have the weird COVID years. And listen, Tanner Morgan has meant a lot for the university. He's not a bad quarterback, but I I think we'd be naive if we didn't admit that he's probably holding us back at times. But he's mm-hmm. been there for seven years and he's still here. Now again, maybe that's on Fleck to say, "Hey, buddy, you know, go on, well, go do your thing." But he's it, not going to leave if he doesn't want to leave. So they're still so concerned. I, I I understand this offensive coordinator is better, but I think because of what you just said, they're still so concerned. Right, but what do you you can't if if a sixth year no, guy I, wants I to it. come back, he he has to come back. And what no, are you going to do? Not play it. him? You know that's going to be a disaster. So, yep. and and you know to Sam's point, like we were ranked high because we hadn't lost. We had had some very convincing wins, but it's still so early in the season. Texas A and M was the 17th ranked team in the country. They got beat by 20 by Mississippi State. Oklahoma was the number 18 team in the country. They got beat by 30 by TCU. Like we're still kind of figuring out oh. who is who. And all we know is in the big, all we know for sure is that the Big Ten West is still anybody's because Wisconsin stinks. Iowa doesn't know what an end zone yeah, looks like. But and but if we we always thought we'd lose to Penn State. Uh, Illinois is, is a big game. I agree with you. They're, they're better than I think. And I think to be fair, Purdue is better than people are giving them credit for. You know, it's matter. not like we lost to Northwestern or whatever. No, like but Nebraska, the problem but. the problem is, I, I don't disagree. I mean, Purdue is an awful. Then all their games are close. But then we're not that good. We played them at home, and then we no. We should have. I'm not. Deba- I'm not at all debating that. We here's should. what here's the problem with all this, and then we should move on to because we actually have a football team that I think is awful, but they they got a good record. Uh, the problem with this is well, this. this is, I mean, you you could say that about this one too. This you, team. You, oh yeah, kind of sound like you think this yeah, one's awful. You know what? I this well, I I'm considering this season over. The Gophers are done. They're going to lose probably two to three more games. They'll lose to Wisconsin. They'll lose to Illinois. They'll lose to Penn State. They might even lose to Iowa. They they they're done. They're finished. They're done. But um, uh, what was my point? But the problem is with all this is I already we I and most fans know this is all going to. This is the point. If we win, beat Purdue. And we we just don't do anything different. And this is just the pattern that we always fall into, and we know how it ends up. Now, uh, Sam, I was worried. I don't think you got up early to watch the Viking game, did you? Uh, I got up, and like the I think it was like the third, probably, and almost well, one I was not waking up that early to watch the Vikings. 
And two, I did get up in like the end of the third quarter, and I saw your about 40, maybe 40 texts. And so for yeah. the people, uh, my dad and Drew's dad, uh, Scott, the, Scott to the people, um, he only texts in short phrases, and those short phrases usually consist of, wow, LOL, um, Cousin sucks. sucks. Yep. And I woke up to probably about 40 texts from... Well, in from, fairness, yeah. when I'm busy and you two are texting about a game, it's the same thing. Now, maybe your comments are no, different. No, but me and Drew always text in, like, long... Yeah, oh, no, Sam yeah. is Sam is making I don't, a great I understand point. What you're saying. And, and so I wake up, and my dad has probably sent probably I said maybe forty is an under exaggeration of text, and they're all massive paragraphs. Yeah, you, and you I, some, some I, I, out. I woke up and I read them, and I go, "This isn't even. I don't even want to approach this." <laughs> Drew tried to diffuse <laughs> you, and I was like, "I'm not even going to try to." Well, then I felt bad. I, you know, I felt bad not answering. I was like, I can't let this guy talk to himself for. Well, and by the way, by the way, Drew goes behind my back and calls mom. And what Drew doesn't know is mom is in the other room screaming her head off at the TV. I didn't call mom. First off, I didn't call mom. I texted mom. And I was going to come clean about it, but I was going to come clean about it on the show. Because that's (laughs) when I saved those. (laughs) Same thing. And mom, mom is going ballistic. She, no, can I actually defend mom quickly? Sure. She admitted, she goes, I have a particularly hard, what did she say, actually? It was sort of funny, because at first I was like, I made a joke. I was like, do you just leave the house on Sundays? Because I don't know how you sit there. Well, I don't say uh, anything on normal Sundays. I was stuck. That was the only thing to Yeah, watch. well, that's kind of, she sort of said that. And then, and then, and then I she never said, and then she just goes, uh, she's kind of said a few things about you, nothing bad. But then she goes, I have to say. I've just sort of lost faith, so watching them is a little painful. <laughs> yeah, <it's, laughs> I, I kind of laugh. Bring up too, is because Drew and I yell at the TVs, but we have expressed that we actually like the Vikings. You no, expressed that you hate the Vikings and all Minnesota sports and have no faith in them. So why are you sending these massive paragraphs so, if you actually Because don't care? I was stuck. I couldn't watch So by the way, can I tell you the best part of this whole conversation with Mom? Hmm? So then I just, then we like go on and he, she, I was like, yeah, they go, but whatever. We conclude one set section of our conversation at 10.47. At 11.20, so whatever that is, 25 minutes later, she texts me unprompted and just goes, wow, you're right. He is especially salty today. <laughs> so she even knew you were on one a little bit extra. I don't know if it's the London game, if you didn't sleep right. You were you were No, it, I'm telling you exactly what it was. Normally, I don't watch the Vikings because I watch Red Zone. In fact, I hate the Vikings so much that when they come on red zone, I turn QBC on. That's how much I can't stand the Vikings and everything they stand for. They're stupid. They're stupid trading back, trading back, trading back. They don't trade back a million times. Lewis Seen still has a left leg. Well, but that's a whole conversation. But uh, so I'm still snapped it. That's true. We we just have a safety with two legs. True. The problem is the safety that we would have picked with two legs apparently sucks now, too. He's having a terrible year, I guess. Yeah. Not that uh, I'm on, on Baltimore fan talk radio, uh, but so everything I, was, I see about Kyle Hamilton. I was stuck. On a normal Sunday, you don't hear a word from me. That's hilarious. I, I, you just don't. But, uh, cousin, they, again, I, listen, I'll stand by everything I said. As I said in one of my texts, the proof is in the 
in the stats. Cousins doesn't win big games. He never will. That wasn't a big game, by so the way. So here, here's my only, like, here's my only, and listen, I'm, I... No, he had, in his defense, and then you can go, at the, at the end of the game, he had a tremendous throw to Jefferson to get him down there. But then what do we do? It doesn't matter who the coordinator is. We do the three running plays and try to rely on a kicker, which if there is ever something the Minnesota team shouldn't do is rely on a kicker. All right, go ahead. So I defended. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you're just you're nitpicking if you're saying that's not the right way to handle that situation. Oh, no, I would. They they throw one pass. And although our defense is so bad, you're right. They probably would have scored. Uh, yeah, on us. I am not sure. I, yeah, whatever. First off, it's two straight weeks of game winning drives. Here's the only thing. I, I well, Here's my biggest qualm with how people are reacting to great teams. Are playing. Go ahead. Here's the only qualm I have with the way the team that people are reacting to the Vikings start. This year specifically. And and I don't think Kirk Cousins sucks as much as you do. Now, I don't think he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. I actually think if you look around the league at the other 31 quarterbacks that are out there right now, he's maybe actually better than we've given him credit for in the past. There's some pretty awful quarterbacks out there. But either way, my issue is when we're not doing well and Kirk's putting up numbers, they're garbage time and they're hollow. When Kirk is leading big drives but we miss the field goal or we come up short and we're 500 or whatever we get what we deserve when we're three and one and winning games that are tough and we make you know we're not great throughout the whole game but he makes a huge throw leads a game-winning drive the week before you've beaten green bay you've beaten a lions team that's actually apparently pretty good you go to london which is always hard against a good saints Mm -hmm. defense like and now we're three and one, and now it's like, well, Kirk didn't play well enough. So I don't under like I, I get at some point if you're gonna win a Super Bowl, which you're not gonna do with Kirk, it all has to come together. But you can't like you can't make all of these well ifs, well then, well this, well that. At no. some point you have to say, you know what, he did enough to win, and that's all I care about. Or well, I wanted to put up stats, and then if we lose and he puts up the stats, you have to not care. Like you can't have it both ways. Well, if, if you're we're winning, per- we're winning. Why do we care if Kirk puts up three hundred and fifty yards and four touchdowns or not? I don't if care what the game, how many that's yards. All that matters. Okay. Well, and then I'll, I'm going to defer to Sam in a second. But to argue your point, if Kurt didn't suck, they wouldn't need he wouldn't that that game should we should have won by 30 points. Maybe. Probably. No, not no, no, for sure. When you settle for five well, winning field goals, by 30 or winning by three doesn't matter. Oh, it does. That's my only point. Because it's also it's also a new scheme. It's also a I, new coach. Putting a couple things. The week before Detroit's coach was a complete idiot and is the only reason we probably won or had a chance to win fine let's we, go to we, this game he didn't give us seven points we had to go down and get them or well, three points this game we settled for five field goals their guy double doinked otherwise we go to overtime and probably lose well, i mean okay first off he double doinked after hitting one from 60 and it's not even a question if we make a, a extra point oh this but, is, no you're right, right. Did same we guy the same guy yeah sure. we miss an extra point and then we're relying on him to kick a 40 some yard field goal but that's not Kurt's fault. That's bad coaching. However, however, uh, and then I'll give it to Sam. I'm not if debating Kurt, we love points on the board. I want if to put Kurt that plays well, we, we're not in this position. Now, let's not take away that the defensive coordinator is awful and our defense is, so, is, again, the worst in the league. And that's by fact, not opinion. Sam, go ahead. That's what you missed. And then uh, you. No, I mean, the one point you do make at, thank you. Point at the end is our defense, for some reason, the first half can't stop anyone. But but in the second half, they are 
for no, some reason. No one scores. So very it, good. It is bizarre. Um, a very good defense in the second half of the, of the game, but they get they have they have so many points in the first half. It doesn't matter. But what I also want to allude to is Kirk Cousins, like Drew said, has done enough to win us three games. Mm. But he, he has not played that bad. He's play, He has not played great. He's played better than a lot of quarterbacks. And a lot of quarterbacks, people say, are top tier. He's played better than Rodgers this year. He's for sure played better than Stafford this year. And one thing, it's the media, NFL media is so biased. After week one, power rankings, Vikings were top ten way ahead of the Packers. And now, Vikings and Packers have the same record. And for some reason, the Vikings, after last week, went down like three spots. And the Packers went up three spots. After Aaron Rodgers got should have lost and got lucky to beat a New England Patriots team, an awful New England Patriots team, on their third string quarterback, yet and, that the media bias gives the Packers up like three spots in the power rankings, and the Vikings go back. So, and I totally understand that Rodgers has earned. I mean, people hate him, but as a quarterback, has earned the benefit of the doubt. I'm not saying he, oh, he yeah. hasn't, but. It's not like they're out there winning all these super impressive games. No. Everyone's talking about them at three and one. That's like, gonna help my case, but keep talking. No, but my but my point is like, my point is not that we're going to win the Super Bowl. My point is not that we oh no, played a perfect then, game. My point is not that we have a. My point is not that Kevin O'Connell is a first year coach that's the second coming of Vince Lombardi. My point is nope. just he's playing well enough to win a game, mm-hmm. and he's playing well enough to win games some mm-hmm. of which are not exactly easy games. Mm. He's doing that with a first-year head coach mm-hmm. in a new scheme. And he has mm. always, always, except for one year, started historically pretty slow because every single year since he joined the Minnesota Vikings, he has had a different offensive coordinator. And he always starts to turn it on <clears> around <throat> this time of the year. Now, he needs to do that. We'll see if he does. But there are other people on this team besides Kirk. And Fair there are enough. other people oh. that are not playing that well. For example, Listen. did you know we're fourth in the NFL in drops? There's yeah, only three well, teams in the whole NFL that have dropped more balls than us. We're yeah, also 29th out of 32 teams in contested catches. So his receivers aren't exactly helping him. The defense, like you said, well, not exactly or- make, getting quick stops, getting the offense back on the field. So I, it's, it's a team game. The team as a whole is not exactly firing on all cylinders right now across the board, Kirk included. And that's my only thing, is I'm not saying Kirk isn't more than what he is. What you see is what you get with him. I mean, it's fine. But it's a team game, and the reason these games are close are not just Kirk. There are other things happening. There are other things going on that could help us score, prevent, or or, or whatever. Fatal flaw. One, you guys just got done telling me how bad the Packers were, and to be honest with you, you're right. So... We we the one one of our victories is against a very bad Packer team who oh, we always out. beat. We're supposed to do who we always beat at home anyways, so no big deal. The second we lost, to, we got absolutely crushed by one of the best teams in football. Couldn't even compete with them. Didn't even, couldn't even compete. Then we Again, come back. The best team in football, though, that no one has. I, you're help, I don't. I, oh, I'm making a point. Don't worry. I'm making a point. Their next win. I don't care what anyone says. Detroit is better. Not that great. Barely beat Detroit. Got incredibly Number lucky. Number one offense in the NFL, and we held them to 24 points. Yeah, because their coach is an idiot, we beat them. Then we we beat uh, we beat uh, New Orleans, whose whose top three players were gone. We've when we start playing good teams, 
We will lose. We will get crushed every single game. Sorry. It's just a bad team. I, I don't think – I think O'Connell might be okay down the road. But uh, That's the point I was trying to make to you over the weekend too. Is like It's a lot bad. easier to find out and for him to learn if he is any good with a team that's half decent. And, and I get you're like, get rid of Kirk, do this, do that. And we, oh, yeah, we will. So we awesome. need to eventually. But I would rather bring a rookie head coach in with a roster that's half decent so he can understand what works and what doesn't with a real group of people rather than like you look at some of these other teams across the league and you're like, what? So even if the season is a bit painful and I don't think any of us have Super Bowl aspirations, but it's a team that can be pretty good. I feel like sometimes with you, it comes off as like it's either it's the Super Bowl or they're the worst team in the league. There's nothing in the middle. There's very acceptable middle I'm sick range. Of the middle. All we do is the middle. So yeah. And that's fine. You're missing my. You're letting. Let me finish my point because that's where I'm going with this. We did that for a long time, so we made some changes. Ever. Yeah, we could start back from scratch, but it's it's hard to start from scratch also with a brand new coach because if that does not go well, that coach is never going to get his chance. It's just the reality in the NFL. How quickly do these coaches turn around after two, three bad years? It's over. So you give the guy a chance to at least prove, you know what. If he can keep the team exactly where it's at, we know that that was only a 500 team. If we can keep him at 500 or he can make some small improvements, then you know if you make that team a little better and he can get guys that fit what he wants to do, you might have something more there. And like I said, at the end of the day, if you want to win a Super Bowl, you need, for the most part, outside of a few exceptions, a generational quarterback. And we don't have one right now. And that is what it is. And that's why I don't come into the season thinking we're going to win the Super Bowl. That's wow. why I went it like and that's okay. But we're 3 and 1 to start the year with some tough with some gritty wins and yeah, they're not the most fancy wins in the world, but you know what? We're 3 and 1 with a relatively easy game next week. Then we play the Dolphins who oh, may, I may not have Tua. And even if we lose that, we go into the bye week 4 and 2 with an extra week to iron out all these things. The early bye is going to play to our advantage should play to our advantage with the new coach and everything. So I don't know. I'm not saying we're going to win 14 games, but like, that's good. It's not a difficult schedule ahead of them. There's not. It's not that far fetched that they win 10 games, get into the playoffs. Maybe they lose. That's fine. But you know what? They're going to bring us along for a, an entertaining season. I think it's a better team than you're giving them credit for. I yeah. I don't see it. I think what, what's scary to me is we get we hire a new GM and he falls into the exact same patterns as the other guy with these trading back. Trading back, trading back. Except he took it a step further and traded within his own division, which is insane to me. But uh, I, I and that didn't work for the other guy. Then we got a defensive coordinator. But it Our does defense for some is, people. Like it, it, it the what well, the moves whatever. you make are only bad or good if what you then do with the capital you get works out or not. Well, At the end again, of the day. It well, doesn't matter where you pick a guy. Before he got hurt, the guy couldn't even get on the field. But whatever. Well, ironically, he got on the field and then he. Well, special teams. I mean, he no, got... he was on the. He played the whole drive before. That was oh, the whole thing. He was oh. actually on the field the whole drive. I mean, it was only it was a short drive. It was like only five, whatever, six plays. But I probably didn't he was know. on the drive before, and then he. Yeah, I, I he don't got see a different I don't, sort of drive. I mean, hospital. If when a team needs when a team when it's twenty some seconds left, and you down and you're only up three points and you let a team throw the ball 40 yards straight down the middle that's what we've seen a million times before the double doink only happened because we our defense just allowed them to throw a bomb down the middle with four guys just watching one guy catch it so it's just bad it's now as we started the whole show the nfl sucks 
So, I mean, I suppose they'll always have a chance to make the playoffs. But you're right. I, to me, I'm sick of making these teams making playoffs and then losing right away. It means nothing to me. So that's yeah, me. Yeah, and I different approach to watching the games, I guess. Then. Well, I don't watch them, so that's the nice thing. And I truly don't care. We have we have four teams, five if you include the Gophers. They're not going to win championships very often. No, much, no teams besides besides the Patriots. No teams really win a championship that often. Now they win them more often than I do, and I get we do. I get how that. about once I, in a while? Yeah, I get that. But my point is like, you can still have fun and still have what is viewed as a successful season, even if it ends in a loss. Only one team season no. ends in a well. I guess not every team season. Some team seasons ends in a win if they end before the playoffs. But no, that's I mean, get to the. Super Bowl, I'd even be satisfied. I wouldn't even say anything if they lost, but they just don't ever get there. You would they're, absolutely say so. They're never. That is no, the not if they lost. The, show. the Vikings have been to the Super Bowl, and I guarantee you, you after those, you were like, uh, you uh, were by, saying something. Uh, by the way, when they went to the Super Bowl so so long ago, by, I was at two of them. By the way, just for the for the record, when they were back back way back then, there wasn't every Minnesota team. It wasn't this thing anymore where we just sucked in everything. Everything. So, I mean, back then, you're talking Vikings' last Super Bowl was 40 years ago, maybe. Yeah, you no, I know you were there. I, I was. I, I was at two of them. If we went to the Super Bowl and we lost, I, I think you're. Lying I wouldn't say a word. Say no, you're wrong. I would absolutely not say a word. I really would. I really would. I would not say a word. I'd say, oh, okay, at least they got there. That'd be entertaining. It'd be fun to talk about for a week or two. So, I, I would not. Okay. But, but they. Won't. I guess my point is like. You can have a successful super, a successful season football in any sport. That at the end you look back and go, oh, you know what? That was that was pretty good. It doesn't ha- that doesn't end in a championship appearance. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, I guess that's one way to look at it. But I mean, that's the problem with being in Minnesota. That's you settle. You think your Philly correspondent? You think the people in Philly feel that way? Oh wait, they win once in a while though. They won. I mean, I mean that's huh? once in a while, I suppose. But they've won a couple Super Bowls. Not in our, not in my lifetime. They've won. No, one. just one, just one. Yeah, they've won, but they've been to the World Series, Stanley yeah, we Cup. Were, we were like seven, but yeah, no, I yeah. Stanley Cup. Well, the Stanley Cup. I guess we don't. I have think to worry. if you ask the average sports fan, they would say that they could easily have a season that they are happy with that does not end in a championship appearance. That's all I'm saying. Appearance. Okay. Well, yeah. I guess when you have the amount of sports we have, and it never ever amounts to anything it's it's old but yeah no that's fine but i i I, you know what in football they play once a week and the other sports they play a handful of times i mean we have the same discussion with the wild if they if they have one of the top three records and they get bounced in the first round of the playoffs i think their season sucked and you guys think it's successful so i get it yeah well the wild last year literally had the most successful regular season in franchise history so Mm -hmm. here's my thing just overall unless i go into the season looking at a team and being like, they might actually win the championship. They well, might back. actually yeah. do it. We're never then do I that. don't expect them to. So if they then have a successful season outside of that, then I'm happy with it. I thought very little. I'll be honest. I did not think the Wild were going to do much last year. I thought they'd make the playoffs. Maybe. They did. They did better than that. And yeah, it sucked that they got eliminated early. wasn't happy. But I early. can still have enjoyed the 100 hockey games I got to watch leading up to that because they did well. And they were exciting to watch. And, you know, you might get that out of the Vikings this year. 
I, I, that's all I'm saying. He should get it out of the Timberwolves this year. I don't have any aspirations for Timberwolves to win the NBA championship this year. That's crazy. But if they can make the playoffs, maybe win a How series. How about the first, like, getting out of the first round of the playoffs? That's what you. I just said. It's literally what but I just they said. Don't. They don't. I they mean, might. We, this would be their. This is their first real chance in in twenty whatever. I guess uh, it's Jimmy Butler, but that didn't last count because he got hurt. Yeah, last in year in twenty was, years. When they blew twenty point leads about three different times, that was their first chance. But they were the underdog in that series to begin but with. They were you're, up you're kind of twenty points in yeah. each game, and those games individually sucked. And I'm not debating that. And and I'm, I'm not debating that I was upset team. about those. Games. I'm not even sure if we still have a soccer team here. I don't, I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah, my 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 point is just you can't you can't treat every game with that like level of anxiety. Well, I have no anxiety. I know how bad it's going to be. So. I, your text would beg to differ, but that's fine. No, I was just I was just trying to make a point about that particular game, and in general, cousins. I, I honestly, you can I, I, on my life, I never say a word on Sundays here because I I have written them off. In fact, it's very nice when I don't have to watch them. I literally turn the red zone off if they come on. That's how much I just dis- I'm disgusted by the organization. Okay. So, I feel bad for all of you, because disappointment. Listen, we just we won an incredibly exciting game on a Sunday morning, and you clearly didn't enjoy it. So I actually feel bad for you. Be- well, don't feel bad for me. Okay. I mean, the whole day of I didn't actually, but I just you said you oh. feel bad, for me, so I figured I'd say. Well, it I feel bad for the letdown that you guys are going to have. There's not going to be a letdown because when we're nine and eight, whatever, I don't even know how many games there are anymore. I'm like, all right, whatever. That's what I thought they'd do. Like, I mean, we're, we don't expect them to win the Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins, but we I'm we can sure. still be excited when we win a game. It actually almost makes those wins more exciting because I don't like I don't go in thinking they're going to win every single game. Well, so when I would, they do win, especially like when they beat the Packers, when they win in the last second, I'm like, oh, that was pretty sweet. They played four games. They were favored in three of them. And they've won it's three. not like they did. Well, and it's not like, yeah, so you should expect them to win those games. Yeah. I mean, I do expect them to, but I, I'm not saying I'm not going to like. My, my point was just I don't look and say, okay, 17 and 0 or nothing or whatever. Well, I, I, that's not going to happen. No, no I, I know, but that's my what, point. Like, yeah, I don't care what their regular season record is because I know it doesn't. They could win. They could be 17 and 0 and they'll lose in the playoffs. Or they could be, oh, they could somehow make it at 500 and they're still going to lose. So I don't care what the regular season. I, I get that. Although I guess it'd be at home at least. Okay. I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen much of a change other than the NFL sucks. Because the roster hasn't changed. I was trying to say earlier. No, that's true. This, uh, new coaches can only do so much with the same roster. I'm not even matter. blaming the head coach that much. I'm really not. I do blame his three running plays to settle for a field goal. I think that was dumb, but I would have gone. Why are you blaming the blame? It worked. Like, that's my point. Why are you blaming something that worked? We won the game. Well, I mean, it worked sort of. It, it, to your exact point. If they don't if they don't complete that fifty yard pass, which is on the defensive coordinator, which we can have a separate conversation about a different week, because I don't think he's very good either. But like if that play doesn't happen, there's no there's like no stress around it at all. It's over. Well, I mean, if Kurt Cousins is decent, we win by thirty. So yeah, I get. I mean, we can't play the. And that's my point. And brings me back to my original point: is there's more people on that team than Kirk. 
more people that are making mistakes and more people that are making good plays. That's my point. He's not the only reason they suck. The defense is absolutely awful. And if they he's have, not the only reason they suck. And when they win, he's not the only reason they win. Oh, and I do we like reason. to hyper-analyze quarterbacks. He's but never like, the reason they win, that's for sure. I see, the, you know, yeah, sure. I know what you're going to say if I say what I'm going to say, so I'm not going to say it. Well, he's not. Because I, I, what I would say is there are weeks where he leads game-winning drives. He makes big throws. You're going to say, well, if he would have done X, <laughs> Y, and Z. Yeah, true, sure. Though. But, like, quarterbacks, why do we expect every quarterback to be absolutely perfect? Quarterbacks, players, they're going to make mistakes. But if they make the right plays and the good plays in the moments they matter, that's what you need. And in the last two weeks, he has done that. And I'm sure in the next two weeks, he might not because that's Kirk. That's there's eight There's eight quarterbacks that if we – maybe ten. But there's eight quarterbacks that if we would have instead of Cousins, as bad as our defense is, we would, we would probably only lose three, four games with the yeah. schedule we have. Of course. And that's why those eight teams, well, I guess it's probably, some of those quarterbacks are. No, I'm not even. That's why those five or six teams are your Super Bowl contenders. That's what I said earlier. You need a generational quarterback. We don't have one of those. So I'm going to appreciate when we win these games, especially these exciting ones. That's all I'm saying. He's here. He's our quarterback. He's not going anywhere yet. I'd rather, I I would rather O'Connell learn to coach with him than a bunch of nobodies that are going to lose, you know. And I get tanking and blah blah blah. I hate tanking. I can't. No, watch I, I'm not food. suggesting we tank or. I'm not I'm, saying you are. We're stuck I'm with. You. The problem with Kurt is, and this O'Connell can't teach him this. He's not athletic, and if it's third down and anyone gets within six feet of him, he's going to get sacked. Period. Unless he's already moving, he can't move. Once they've not told him to move, if they roll him out and they force him to move, he's got a chance. If he hasn't moved yet, he's done. And. How there's the amount of three and outs or sacks on third down is ridiculous. Sorry. So. Yeah, that's I mean, fine. I just. It's fine. Yeah. It is okay. what it is. Yeah. I mean, no, I, it's, yeah, I yeah, I, I'm not I'm not trying to say he's perfect. It's not my, the point I make. Well, I know I, that you couldn't do because I'd have to get you a drug test. Yeah, Sam. There's not much else to say. <laughs> Kirk Cousins has been better than a lot of quarterbacks, which you will never admit. But it is no. I, I I there's I could think of I take almost half the quarterbacks in the league over Cousins. Maybe even Geno Smith now. I don't know. Maybe he's a star. That one I'm debating. I can't really go out on the limb with that one. And by the yeah. way, I mean, Tua? Kirk is better than Kyler Murray right now. You can name all the quarterbacks that are supposed to be top tier that Kirk is better than. And you Who? you refuse to believe it. Who's he better than? Right now, Kirk's better than Stafford. He's better than Murray. Oh, my God. He's better than Rodgers, even. No. But uh, obviously, I'd ha- rather have Rodgers. But he's better than all those quarterbacks. If you look right now, look at think- how they're playing. I think if Murray had the team that we have, he'd be doing pretty well. And by the way, I disagree. Fantasy tip for those of you that are thinking of either picking Tua up or keeping him. He will never take a snap in the NFL. Maybe again, but for sure this year, he will be out the entire season. They have no, he has no chance of ever playing this year. Zero chance. Because that concussion, the second one he got, he barely even hit his head. Well, he, well, it's a he, back injury. Yeah, neck injury. 
Yeah, he's done for the season. So Miami's done too. Although they got Teddy. Which one are you? T- you drew love Teddy. Uh, I did like Teddy. My my whole thing with Teddy, and we got and we got to wrap it up. Was we would not let me put it this way. We would not have just had the conversation we had if when the quarterback decision was made, we just like found out if Teddy had anything left. Because if he True. didn't, we would have drafted somebody. And if he did, Teddy's the guy. And I don't I don't know if he did. He probably didn't. Honestly, he barely had a knee that was remaining. But when that Keenum versus Teddy versus maybe Bradford versus go sign somebody that ended up being Kirk conversation happened, um, that was also the big. Be- although this ended up going well, that was the beginning of the end for Spielman and Zimmer because I think they fundamentally disagreed on that con- on that decision, and I think that was the beginning of the end of their relationship and thankfully the beginning and the end of their time with the Vikings. So, but it did lead us Kirk. So, well. I guess we got next week to talk about it again. What if they lose to Chicago? They probably will, because that's what they do. What? And you'd be happy. Huh? No, I'm not happy when they lose. You missed that earlier. Full full disclosure, Sunday when we're watching the game and stuff. Well, we we won't get this game. We'll have to watch Red Zone. Oh, I thought you'd get it. I don't want to say illegally, but, you know. You I can, but it's, like, way behind. And then if you're watching Red Zone at the same time, you end up oh. seeing the score. It's, it, I, I've done it. It's, like. No, I get what you're saying. Because yeah. it's but not like it's off by, like, a couple seconds. It's off by, like, almost a minute. So it's, like, easily on that's, Red Zone before you even know or Twitter or whatever. So. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Sam, what do you got to say for yourself? Uh, about, about what? I just saw a pretty funny tweet that said that the most that the AEW locker room is the second most dangerous place in wrestling behind the NXT parking lot. For those wrestling fans, that's an inside joke. A lot happens in the NXT parking lot. I don't know if you guys have been watching. Uh, I don't watch NXT to be honest. Oh, okay, that's fair. Well, Drew and I might see the White Rabbit on uh, Saturday. You saw the uh, the fiend was in the in the in the arena last Monday. The fiend, he was sitting about uh, 10, 10 seats over from me. Yeah, yeah, it's quite interesting. I was part of the white rabbit thing that they do. It was weird. Well, I mean, what else? Do we have anything else to talk about? I mean, soccer? No, that they suck. They're done. Are they ever gonna fire that guy? I I don't I can honestly say I haven't watched a single game. Couldn't I haven't tell you the record. Couldn't tell you who's on the team. I don't even know if the the season's over or not. Um. All right. Well, next week we'll have Viking coverage. We didn't really get to fantasy because you guys were defending Kirk so much. But um, I think we should end it for this week. So if you're listening to us on WFNU 94.1 LP, stay tuned for the hottest radio show on the planet, Connor's Corner, because it's on right now.